2: very first show. Thank you to Melissa DeMarco and the Unsung Heroes. Their show is next week, September 21st and 22nd at the Vaughn City Playhouse. You can order tickets by going to www.unsungtickets.com. And of course, tonight, watch out there with Melissa DeMarco. On City TV at 7:30 p.m. It was so wonderful to have her in studio today. We are giving away tickets to the Yoga and Wellness Show taking place September 28th and 29th at the Metro Toronto Convention Center. For tickets, please go to theyogawellnessshow.com and click on Toronto. And to connect with us here at Finding Your Bliss, please write to us on Instagram at the Bliss Minute or email us at judy at findingyourbliss.com. And just answer this this question, who was Melissa DeMarco's favorite interview of all time and we will connect the winners and we will contact them and you will win a pair of tickets to the yoga and wellness show I want to thank our whole production team producer Phyllis Newman show coordinator Valerie Stanton technical director Duncan Briggs Ilan at Barron Media and everyone here at Zoomer Radio next week we have world renowned cellist Ofer Harna award winning trumpet player Mike Harriet and former CTV weekend weather anchor and reporter Dana Levinson. When we come back, we will have a short meditation. Be back in a moment. Here is the guiding star meditation. This is great to do when you're dealing with challenges or negative situations, and you need to be reminded of your powerful inner light and to increase self-love and positivity. As women, we hold a lot of our power in our belly and our sacrum, So just begin by imagining a star there to increase your positive power or in your heart to increase love. Picture a tiny crystal that is no more than a pinpoint of light and close your eyes and breathe in and out through your nose. With each breath, imagine the pinpoint of light growing and getting bigger until it is a big star right in the middle of your belly or your chest. Imagine all of the rays of the star extending out from you, sharing your beautiful golden light with the world. With every breath, focus on the star. See how it is shiny and bright, sparkly and white with positivity. It is radiating love. Imagine each of the stars rays sending that love to the people that you love and care about i see the rays encompassing my children my animals and my home then my extended family my work my friends and my business the rays keep growing until i send my light to my city our country the world and the entire planet the star has now become a bright golden light that encompasses everything sending healing love to all corners of the earth. From there, I start to bring it back in. The star gets smaller and smaller with each breath until it is the size of a silver dollar. And then I let it rest right there in my chest or my belly as my power center that lets me carry that healing light and love with me for the rest of the day. Thank you all for listening. For all of us here at Finding Your Bliss, I'm Judy Levrak, reminding you all to take one step closer to finding your bliss.
1: Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years.
3: CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together.
2: I'm so excited to introduce you to an amazing group of people who are teachers, real estate agents, doctors and lawyers by day and triple threat performers by night. I'm so happy to have in the studio Neil DeLynn, the founder and artistic director of Unsung Heroes Productions, now in their fantastic sixth year to raise money for leukemia research inspired by his late mother, Barbara Pinchuk. He is not only all of that, he's also an extremely talented singer and performer. He's joined by three of the incredibly talented members of Unsung Heroes, Joanna Pearl, who is one of the stars of the troupe, and her voice really transcends and elevates audience to another level, show after show and time after time. She is also one of the originals and so happy to have you here. Welcome.
1: Thank
2: you. On our first show and great to see you all. Welcome also and so happy to have the very talented just graduated from the highly regarded and prestigious music theater program at Sheridan College. She is also a vocal coach for the Mini Pop Kids, one of the co-founders of Spotlight Academy, and an uber-talented triple threat performer. Great to have you here, Amanda Silkoff. And Lindsay Ritter, super talented singer, dancer, actor instagram influencer and she is fabulous on camera and as well she's unbelievable and she is the person who's really taken over the unsung heroes instagram which you can all follow at unsung heroes productions so excited i love it it's it's uh it's you know it's intoxicating and contagious great to have you all here today welcome thank Thank you you so much judy thank you So, Neil, can you describe for our listeners, and and if you've just tuned in, this is Zoomer AM 740 FM 96.7, for our listeners, how Unsung Heroes really all came about?
1: Yeah, so my mother had passed away, um, sadly, about 10 years ago. Actually, it's coming up on her 10th year anniversary. Um, And she had raised three of us in poverty um, and was my Unsung Hero. And there wasn't uh, a lot uh, to to sort of honor her legacy financially um, just due to that, our upbringing. Um, and so we wanted to do something, my siblings and I, to really honor her. At the same time, her brother and I had started to um, get involved with community theater. And we thought, why not marry these two things together? And um, and Unsung Heroes was born.
2: And it's unbelievable. And it just gets better and better every year. And Joanna, you've been here since the beginning. And this year, there's a little bit of a departure in you're still raising money for leukemia research, but in a slightly different way. Can you tell us what's happening with that? Or or Neil, whoever wants to do
1: it. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll bail you out. Um, Yeah, so normally we have three pillar charities that we raise money for, and it's more of a holistic um, donation to the charity. This time, we're very focused on um, something called the Children's Initiative through the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Um, We're partnered again with Imagine a Cure for Leukemia. All of the money that we're raising goes to this project that's helping um, children with leukemia, not just to have better survival rates, um, but also really to thrive because so many of the treatments for children have not changed in decades. And they are harsh treatments on these little bodies, and they uh, unfortunately ravage them in a way that creates secondary issues, including fatality, as a secondary issue of the treatment itself. Mm. So the Children's Initiative is really focused on um, new and emerging um, research and clinical trials to help uh, really change the outcome for these kids.
2: That's incredible what you guys are doing. You've raised a tremendous amount of, of money with, with this wonderful Unsung Heroes. How much are you up to to date?
1: Uh, I think just looking at the way this show is uh, tallying up and and through all the shows up until date, we'll be close to about four hundred and fifty to
2: 500,000. Wow. It's absolutely incredible. And the show, uh, for those of you who've just tuned in, Unsung Heroes, there will be three shows, September 21st and 22nd, and tickets are selling fast. How can people get tickets to see the show?
1: You can go to (laughs) www.unsungtickets.com. Um, either on your phone or your computer. There'll be a shiny red button at the top of the screen that says Tickets and Donations, and you click there and you can purchase tickets, you can buy raffle tickets, you can buy a little stuffed bear we call Henry the Hero Bear, uh, generously donated by Spin Master Toys. Um, There's lots of ways you can support
2: It's so fantastic. Now, I'm just going to tease something that's coming up later in the hour, and that is that three of these incredibly talented women are going to be singing a song. I'm going to tell you more about it later. And we actually heard them practicing in the boardroom here at Zoomer. And there I saw someone crying and I said everyone was gathering up, sort of putting their ear to the door because they are so awesome. And I can't wait. That's coming up later in the hour. But uh, I wanted to just start with um Joanna. You were one of the original members of the troupe. Your voice is exquisite, and you're an example of someone that really could have gone all the way to Broadway, but you chose to be a mom and to be at home with your family. But I think it's, it's sort of a known fact, Neil is nodding, that this is something that you could have done easily. And it's always such a highlight for audiences to see you perform. Can you tell us how doing this, Joanna, is part of, since that's what the show's all about, finding your bliss.
4: Um, well, first of all, I really appreciate the compliment. I don't know <laughs> if that's entirely accurate, but I, I do really, um, I really enjoy performing. I love singing. I've been enjoying it since I was a little girl. And to pair fundraising and being able to raise funds for such incredible causes and to be able to perform and do something that I love and that I'm so passionate about, it's really just a dream come true. So when you say finding your bliss, that's my bliss, being able to perform and raise money for causes that I truly believe
2: in. Is there a moment that stands out from all of the six shows where you just went, wow, I love doing this more than anything?
4: I think really when you come out to take your bows at the end of the show and the audience is standing, I think every time that happens for me, that's just, it's one of the reasons that I come back. It's just seeing the, the room full of pride and full of love and the camaraderie amongst the group. Um, I think it's consistent with every show that I've done and I will continue to do the shows as long as Neil's running them.
2: So great. Thank you so much. Amanda Silkoff just graduated about a year ago, I want to say, from Sheridan, the prestigious music theater program. My daughter's there now, and I know all about what what a great program it really is. And you're doing so many things. You're doing the mini pop kids vocal coaching. You're starting the Spotlight Academy as one of the co-founders. So cool. What is it about this group? Because you could really do anything. You're a Sheridan music theater grad there. They get, they get a lot of work. Um, what do you love about this group so much?
5: You know, like when you walk into rehearsal, there's so many smiling, familiar faces that are just the most kind, welcoming people. And stepping into that rehearsal room, you're with like-minded people who are so passionate about, about music and about just being together and uniting under that universal language. So I think... Because we all have that love and then that extra drive of wanting to fundraise and give back. It's just an incredible environment to be
2: in for me. To prepare for this interview, I watched some of the clips and some of the videos. And by the way, on the Unsung Heroes Productions website, there's some really good stuff, like some great videos. It's really come a long way. I can't believe how great it is. And um, there's a wonderful piece that you did with Joanna. Do you want to tell us about it? Because I was like, this is really like this could actually be on Broadway. That's what I yeah, thought. That
5: was, that was a fun number. We <laughs> yeah. we did. It was a duet version of I'm Not That Girl from Wicked. And we had this whole concept where we were kind of each other's reflection in the mirror. So it was really cool to dissect the song and just make it our own and have that really special connection with two actresses on stage instead of just one singing the song. And I think that was like the highlight for me from that show last year for sure, and getting to sing with her—like this is an angel right beside me. She's amazing. <laughs> true,
2: true. <laughs> so great. And now Lindsay, who's been very quiet, but she is the she is the voice often of unsung heroes. She's done this unbelievable. First of all, on stage. You are super talented. You are a truth triple threat. You have more energy than I, I don't know anyone I've ever seen. You're amazing. Thank you. And, and I think you're you're applying that same energy to the Instagram account. What fuels you and drives you and makes you love this so much? The Instagram account
6: or unsung as a whole? Let, let's start with unsung. Let's start with unsung. <laughs> um, I, I hadn't been on stage in probably 10 years. And I was one of those people that went to uh, Randolph Performance Academy and I wanted to pursue and, and make it to Broadway. And hearing no all the time, um, it just, it was a struggle. It's mm-hmm. a really, it's a really tough career and you have to have so much drive, so much passion. And it was just beating me down mm-hmm. and Having not performed for 10 years and finding Unsung Heroes Productions, it just like reignited my passion. I found my love again for it. And it's just such a special group. It's it's a way to just tap into the love for performing and not feel the pressure of making a career for it and just being around, like Amanda said, like-minded people that... We just love it. And you feel that energy when you walk into the room and it's just such a happy
2: place for me. And I can't imagine my life without it. Isn't that wonderful? Is there a highlight for you of a song that you sang or a dance that you did that really stands out for you? There's so many.
6: Um, I'd probably say a highlight for
2: me was
6: the song Stand By Me. Um, It was the first moment for me that I got to dance again, really. Mm. And and it was my own choreography. So um, doing that and singing with the singers, um, singing with the singers, I, I can't <laughs> even talk. Um, so doing the dance, my own choreography and getting to sing a song that was basically closing the show. Um, and I don't know, there was just an energy. The audience knew the song, sort of like what um, Joanna was saying The audience got up and was clapping and it's that whole moment of you look out, you see what's in front of you, you see the people around you and you realize what you're doing it for, who you're doing it for and what it means for you.
2: And it's just all encompassing for me that moment. So So fantastic. You're also an influencer. And for those listeners who don't know what that means... How would you describe what your Instagram is before you even got involved with the Unsung Heroes Instagram?
6: So being an influencer for me sort of came organically. I lost 40 pounds um, after having my kids. And I started to document the weight loss Hmm. and talk about what I was doing, how, you know, the workouts and um, just... Being really vulnerable. Basically, I was just being vulnerable and talking about things and talking about my life and how I was getting to a happier place. And then people started gravitating and following and they just became very engaged. Um, And then from there, people, uh, sorry, companies would contact me to promote their products. Um And it just snowballed. Yeah, just snowball effects. <laughs> Um, but with the products and stuff, it's more, uh, I will only work with companies that fit with what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So I'm a lifestyle account. So it's any anything from food to workouts to my kids, my family. So yeah, just kind of snowballed from there. And um, yeah, there's just something about being vulnerable and just putting yourself out there and... Just being real and the things you love and the
2: things you enjoy and if people like it, great. And if people don't, well, see ya. You Go don't to have to follow ch- me. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's so interesting that you said that because it is so much about authenticity, and that's what I love about. It. And Neil, I, I, I think we talked about this on the phone before this interview. But what are you loving about Lindsay's contribution to the oh uh, Instagram? <laughs> uh,
1: I was I was cobbling together content before uh, Lindsay came along and and doing a pretty bad job at it. Um, no, Lindsay's contribution has been huge. Um, she definitely has a natural skill and she's, I think, uh, we were five times the follower base we were when uh, when, we, when she started. Wow. Um, and she brings, um, you know, energy and, and um, creativity. And I know, she, you know, she talked about authenticity. You have mentioned it in vulnerability. It's very important to me in my life. Um, and I think, you know, Lindsay is unapologetically authentic. Um, which is what I love about her, and I think it. I think she's kind of created that persona for us in in our Instagram account and our Facebook account. So I'm I'm beyond appreciative. It's, it's
2: so fantastic. I love it. Can anybody talk about one some of the highlights we can look forward to in this year's show? Because I've noticed that each show gets better and better and stronger and stronger. And just hearing. This is the song that you're about to sing. And I'm not going to even say it yet, but I'll just give you a little clue. Bette Midler once made the yeah. song famous. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait for that. But anybody want to share some a highlight or a little sneak peek or sneak listen to some of the things we can look forward to?
1: I mean, I'll I'll start if that's OK. I think for sure the song that we're not going to say at the moment <laughs> is going to be a highlight. Um, it's a song my mother loved. It's a very important song to me. It's one of those songs when we, have, um, we have, I have jam parties at my house where people come and sing, and it's one of those songs whenever someone starts playing it, in a minute everyone's around the piano singing. So it's, it's, it's going to be a highlight for sure. And of course their voices and this arrangement is beautiful. Uh, Terrence Vince, who created our, our background track, did an incredible job as well. Um, no, I think the show is, is, we try to take it to a new level every year. We invest more in the amount of creativity and time. We have a lot of original arrangements that are made just for Unsung. Um, this year, we're doing something a, bit, a little different with one number where we're really focusing on the dance. So the singers almost take a back seat. It's some very con- modern choreography to uh, Bishop Briggs' song, The River. Wow. Um, or River, I should say. Um, There's some beautiful songs from The Greatest Showman. Big, big cast numbers. There's some great mashups, as always. Um, I think I think it's going to be our best show yet.
2: I'm wondering if we should uh, not without any further ado get to this very exciting moment. So if you haven't already figured it out, Unsung Heroes in their sixth year performing September 21st and 22nd at the Vaughn City Playhouse, 1000 New Westminster. For tickets, they can go to the website, which is www.unsungtickets.com Unsungtickets. Com. And What we're going to have right here live in the studio is Joanna, Amanda, and Lindsay singing The Rose.
0: Some say love, it is a river that drowns. The tender, some say love, it is a razor that leaves your soul to bleed. Some say, love.
2: down the hall. Ugh. Everybody was crying. And you guys are so awesome. This is Zoomer Radio AM 740 FM 96.7. Our show is called Finding Your Bliss. This is our first week. It's very, very exciting. And we are so happy to be back with you to connect with us. Please give us a call or please send us emails to Judy at findingyourbliss.com or check us out at the Bliss Minute on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to get your tickets to Unsung Heroes. And their sixth show, this September 21st and 22nd, at the Vaughn City Playhouse. When you guys were all talking before, Neil actually had tears in his eyes and had a very emotional reaction to you talking about your singing and and talking about your experience at Unsung Heroes Productions. And I just wanted to ask you, Neil, what brought the tears? I I think that, you
1: know, a lot of the times when I talk about the legacy that um, my family were trying to create for my mother and we talk about the money we've raised... But in the end, my mother was the center of her own community. She was the friend that everybody went to and brought everyone together. So hearing them talk about what the show means to them and the experience and coming to rehearsal and the warmth and everyone being together in that community that it creates is a far bigger legacy than I could ever have uh, imagined for my mom. So it was very uh, emotional to hear them talk about
2: So amazing. Folks out there, tickets are selling fast. You don't want to miss this one. This show is fantastic. The sixth Unsung Heroes production show at the Vaughn City Playhouse, 1000 New Westminster on September 21st and 22nd. You can go to their website to get tickets. We'll have it on our website, on the Zoomer website as well. So thank you all so much for being here today. This was absolutely wonderful. And we're so excited we're going to end with a meditation, but I just wanted to say congratulations, and you guys really are awesome. Thank you so much. That was really incredible. We will be right back after this short commercial break, and when we come back, we have a great meditation for you and a wonderful giveaway as well. Back in a moment.
3: Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together.
2: and welcome to the premiere show of finding your bliss this is a program that helps people find and follow their bliss we will be featuring self-help authors celebrities and real people who have found their bliss and want to share their experiences. We will also be highlighting mindfulness, meditation, and wellness experts who will inspire and enlighten you with their passion and purpose. Many of our shows will also feature a musical component because, of course, music is so uplifting and is a wonderful way for us to connect with each other. My first guest is a true Canadian star and a real beauty inside and out. She is currently the star, creator, and writer of Out There with Melissa DeMarco, an award-winning television comedy which airs on City TV's National Network tonight at 7.30 and can also be found on primetime Saturdays on CHCH Television. She is also an actress and television personality who has had numerous roles in TV series and films. She is very well known for playing The principal, Miss H or Daphne Hachilakos or as it is referred to as H in Degrassi The Next Generation as well Melissa DeMarco's interview segments are the exclusive entertainment pre-shows at all Imagine cinemas that is 90 screens folks and her entertainment segments are syndicated in 1600 publishers in the US and Canada she's been very busy all week with TIFF Toronto International Film Festival and literally zoomed over to the Zoomer studio today to spend some time I'm talking about Tiff, some of the A-list celebrities she has interviewed, and of course, her bliss. Welcome, Melissa.
7: Thank you, Judy. Wow. Thank you for the wonderful introduction as well. You're so welcome. Melissa, we
2: worked on a show together in the spotlight. We were just yes, talking about I it know. over 20 years ago, and you still look exactly the same. You have not aged one day. And, and you that's, as well. Thank you so much. <laughs> and we all knew even then, Melissa, that your star was rising, that it was going to take a meteoric rise even then on that very first show, when I think you were like a teenager or like oh. a, a child. Can you take us back to Channel 47, Cable 4 CFMT that you starred in, a show called Nightlife that I watched all the time, which was the lead-in to David Letterman.
7: Well, thank you for that. Um, it was great actually working with you, and I got a lot of my chops on that show that was your show in the spotlight. You were hosting, and I was floor directing and miking people up and doing all those jobs that I would eventually do professionally in a way that uh, makes me produce what I do today. But Nightlife was one of the those launching pads for me. It was a segment that opened up David Letterman wow. every night. And so it was a, a great time slot. I initially started as the host of the show and it was an entertainment show where I'd interview profile celebrities and I started to produce it at some point. And that's how my producing chops came to light. So it was a fun segment. It allowed me to see that as I grew into the business, I wanted to do something that was more fun and comical and light and just kind of you know, unveil what's behind the curtain of our industry in a fun, light way. And and so that was one of the things that helped inspire my show out there.
2: I even remember a show that you did called Jump Cut and a larger than life photo of you. Tell me if you remember this in the on the front page of the entertainment section in the Toronto Star. And you were the star of that show.
7: You I have well. <laughs> dug deep. Now I remember. This is how you do it to other guests. This is like crazy. Yes, that's correct. That was a show that I was a segment producer on. And I was one of the hosts. And they were profile pieces. So it allowed me to really dig deep into stories. And and that's where I kind of worked on producing segments and writing and, and really owning my own material and internally and in doing it. It won, it won awards. And some of my segments won awards as well. So that was... And so when it hit the papers, I was... that's <laughs> You know, those are just like brownie points. When those things happen, it's like, wow. But it's not necessarily... It's not why I do this. Those are just the rewards of knowing that people appreciate what I do. Absolutely. And that's the reward for me is knowing that people actually love what I do.
2: Another thing that people love about you is that you starred as Irene Miss H on Degrassi, The Next Generation for almost eight seasons, I believe, and also – all of the Degrassi movies as well, and you were a fan favorite. That's eight years in, my producer was saying this to me, but it's so true, eight years in Canada is unheard of, like shows are lucky if they last one or two seasons, and you had eight seasons. What was that? Like that was Steven Stone.
7: And Linda. Yes. And, uh, and Linda Schuyler. So I worked on a show before that for them called Riverdale uh, on CBC, and it was kind of like a Canadian spin of Coronation Street. So my character there was Irene, also another... Their Greek characters, yes, like Irene Stavros, Stav Rose, right? Yes. So I uh, love playing Greek girls, and I love the big hair. So totally like my Italian background. Big hair is what it's all about, and high heels. So it was a fun show to work on, and so I had already worked for these producers, and they said, "Hey, you know, we're we're reviving Degrassi, and it's got, called the Next Generation." and we want you to play, you know, the science teacher. And I'm like, I'm in. And then that grew to being the principal. And I worked with Aubrey, which is Drake. Oh,
2: my God, that is so cool. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I always love to tell stories
7: about I can't in my head even today call him Drake. I call him Aubrey. Aubrey. (laughs) So it's a wonderful cast. The producers really came up with a great storyline about teenagers and the angst and really progressive stories. So I'm so proud to be part of that franchise and to know that there are fans that really appreciate my character and it's so much fun to play
2: you've played so many roles i can't go through all of them but while, while my pretty one sleeps the red green show Do south the hardy boys kung fu relic hunter kojak that's a smoochie duct tape forever um i i i'm i could go on and on and on
7: I didn't even remember all that. So thank you.
2: (laughs) But one of your best roles Mm. to date, and and that's why we're here today, is you play a jet-setting entertainment journalist in a celebrity-driven world, struggling to keep your sanity. I'm relating to that right now while interviewing the stars. And of course, I'm talking about the hugely and incredibly successful series Out There with Melissa DeMarco, in which you are the star, the producer, and the creator. And what most people don't realize Again, as I was saying, as most shows in this country are lucky if they last a few seasons, this has been going on for 15 years. I know, kind of crazy. Which is, congratulations, Thank by you, the Judy. way. That's really incredible. I, I want us to ask how the series all came about, but maybe we should just roll a clip from the series. All right. And, uh, and we'll take it from there. And then I went to
0: work like you at work today doing this same thing,
7: okay? DeMarco, you're sick, just keep it together. Ugh, I'm talking to myself again, and yep, you guys can hear what I'm thinking.
0: Move around, um, oh, this is, this is so sweet. Everyone has snot sometimes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow, check you out. <laughs> oh man, that might crawl off.
7: Melissa on Out There with Melissa DeMarco if
2: I'm not mistaken, that gorgeous Matthew McConaughey and what was happening there?
7: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, the the show really is about what happens to my character behind the scenes. So I am a real entertainment journalist and I felt that my stories, you can't write them. Like they just really happen. And so this show was inspired by the real things that have happened to me. And then sometimes they're, you know, reimagined, recreated, or they just happen in real time. So um, the episode with Matthew McConaughey, which, Is one of my favorites because he's he's adorable. He's been on the show many times. Is really about you know what happens when the star of a show is really sick. And in my industry, is they don't really like to replace the real journalist with like a a junior, an intern, or someone who hasn't seen the movie. So I was kind of quote unquote forced to go and interview him. And people don't really know that. So I tried to keep it together. And that's the joke is that sometimes you just can't keep it together. And he just played along with the joke. So it's a lot of fun, but it really is like every episode is either, you know, inspired by something true, based on something true. So it really is kind of, I'll get stopped by people saying, is that really, did that really happen with you and Kiss? Did that really happen when you were with so-and-so? And so so that's kind of what I love about the show is I have to say, unfortunately or fortunately, yes.
2: (laughs) But that's what makes it so charming and so delightful to watch because it's the real Melissa Mm -hmm. unveiling, as you say, the behind the scenes Mm -hmm. glimpse of what really happens. And yet you're still meeting the celebrities and doing your thing. It's so fantastic. And you're really one of the only late-night comedians in Canada. So I almost think of, like, the Jimmy Kimmels and the David Lettermans, and there's been many others that you've been compared to, but uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm and Larry Sanders. But it's it's pretty cool that you are the one in Canada doing this.
7: I think it's great that, you know, women have really um... – funny women and women who are offering a sense of humor in the and the late night genre has really kind of blossomed or in general. So I'm really proud to be one of those first women especially in this country where I've been able to do that and been embraced in in a very male dominated environment. So so there's stories to be told and people just want good stories.
2: What do you think the secret is, other than this great sense of humor and you have a wonderful natural flair about you? You're gorgeous. I mean, there's a lot of things. But what do you think is the real secret to your success in this genre? Fifteen years of a show, like that's pretty impressive. Well,
7: it goes by fast because we're just just busy doing it. I think the success of the show is that there is an authenticity to what we're doing. I mean, I'm grateful every day. And, and that's the thing that I remind myself There life could be a lot worse. <laughs> and talking about finding your bliss is I find my bliss on a daily basis and I check in with myself every week. I may not do it every day, but every week I kind of check in with myself and say, wow. Right. And And it's. I, I treat my job as not a job. So the people that I work with are important to me. So I try to surround myself with people who I want to be with for the long days, the crazy hours, um, those tense moments, those funny moments that I can share with. So that's really important to me. And I think it translates on the screen.
2: Absolutely. 100%. It does. You have met many, many stars. Would I be able to say some names and just hear a, a word about okay. them? You know, like they, re- they really do this. <laughs> so I'm going to try. All right. Let's do okay. it. Okay. So, um, I'm going to say my all-time favorite, Julia Roberts.
7: Yes. Um, She's a very strong, powerful woman, knows what she wants, and has a great sense of humor.
2: Wonderful, George Clooney. He was a, he's in a lot of your clips. Yeah, I he's
7: one of my favorites. Um, I've got a, a great stories about George. He's one of my first interviews early on in my career, and he always comes back. He likes to have a good time. People know him as a jokester on set, but he's really witty. He's really sharp. One of my favorite things when I get big stars like him is when people want to improv. So one of the joys I get in my life is being able to kind of live in the moment as an actor, but kind of improv. So when I get a star that just wants to play. I'm in. And he's one of those guys that will will go wherever we need to go. (laughs)
2: That's so fun. Oprah Winfrey. You have no idea. She is, to me, that's it. Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) So
7: this, for me, you know, uh, you've interviewed a lot of people. So, you know, our job is to interview them and be, this is our job. So you're not going to feel like... You know, like like a fan experience, or you have to kind of keep it together. Sure. And she was one of those like, oh, it's Oprah Winfrey. Wow, this is cool. When she when she approached me, there's something about her. Yes. There is something right. There's this glow. There's this energy. I can't even explain it. Yes. And it just kind of made me have those those warm butterflies uh, and she was just amazing and she's really in tuned. So she kind of was in tuned with me and I, I just felt like it was just her and I talking, but she has that ability to do that. So, yes. so she's, yeah, so she's Oprah. You. So
2: do you, by the way. And next I'm going to ask you about, and she's in town this week, Meryl Streep.
7: Mm-hmm. So um, you've probably seen her in some, she is so funny. She is sharp <laughs> and funny. She's been on my show a few times. The first time was a sit down interview. And I did not realize like she was one person like one of my, you know, acting idols. Yes. And I'm like Oprah Winfrey is awesome. But <laughs> Meryl Streep, I mean, oh. she's all these characters. Oh. And I, she's just funny and witty <laughs> and charming and, and gracious. So great. Okay, Brad Pitt, how did you how did you handle it? How could you <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, it, he surprised me because I like him as an actor. And obviously, you know, kind of okay to look at. (laughs) And when I met him for the first time, he's quite shy. I found him like he looks down a bit. He's quite shy. And 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 that uh, makes him more likable. (laughs) (laughs) It makes him more delicious and likable. Um, So he's very charming in a very uh, shy way. So I kind of like that about him.
2: That's so cool. Now this week alone, there's been stars in town Mm -hmm. and I know that you saw one of them because when we met each other on the red carpet in her beautiful hospitality suite, so impressive and she's so generous and so warm and welcoming. I know you were to me and I saw you being like that to everyone Mm -hmm. and it was wonderful. Um, I know you left our our meeting because you had to race off to meet Matt Damon. What was that like?
7: So the movie is Ford versus Ferrari and it was Matt Damon and uh, Christian Bale playing the two lead characters. So so uh, they both have been on my show before, and they're very different personalities, and you never know what you're going to get, right? So they're they're wonderful. They're like actor-actors, right? So they really care about talking about their craft. So it was very exciting to see them again. And that's actually one of the hot movies this year at TIFF. Oh, that's so
2: cool. Another hot movie, I believe, is called The Hustler, mm-hmm. and it's starring Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo. You also saw her this week.
7: That's right. And she talk about someone who never ages, she looks w- even more beautiful than she did when I met her years ago. I actually met her for the first time when she was doing Selena, the start of her career, and it was in an elevator. And she, you know, I, I, she was just beautiful. Like she had this great glow about her. And then seeing her over the years, she's like, you know, she is JLo from the block, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: She's the coolest. But there's one Person that is your absolute all-time, and by the way, Melissa's celebrity. I'm just going to show you. I don't know if we can get a shot of this. Uh. If you can't see it, but I have a list of many of the celebrities, and they're huge, huge names. Like I can just read anything off of this list: Annette Bening, Adam Sandler. It goes on and on. Hugh Grant. It goes on and on. I've said some of them, but there's literally every A-list celebrity that you could ever imagine. But there's one. That Mm -hmm. takes the cake for you. Yes. And who is your number one most favorite celebrity that actually gets you emotional? Yes. When you think about it. The
7: only one that made me tear up is Kermit the Frog. (laughs) (laughs) My all-time favorite. Uh, and I again, I was caught off guard when I said I can interview Kermit. I'm like Kermit, yes, who wouldn't? <laughs> and so there I am sitting across from Kermit, and the first thing he says is Melissa. He says my name, so Aww. all I'm thinking is Kermit knows my name. He knows my name. He knows me. He knows me. And and that, and then I lost it after. That. I don't remember anything except I got to kiss him, and that. And to <gasps> me, it was like. You know,
2: I remember that. I yeah. remember that. That was the greatest. We went and out got... for ice cream. Oh. <laughs> you know, we
7: had a blast. He's just like my all time favorite.
2: You got very misty. You got very emotional. <laughs> I, did. I think it remember it reminded you of being six years old yes. and loving that show. Yes, That's so and cool. just to see
7: him in front of me. Um, there is another episode where. You know, my nemesis, Miss Piggy, kind of knows that we went out for some ice cream. She ain't too happy, this woman, so uh, we're getting too bit of a fight, so uh, I'll share that clip with you next time oh, I'm on the show, yeah, yeah, she's got one mean left hook.
2: I would love that. So not only is Melissa star of uh, television and film and the, her own show for 15 years out there with Melissa DeMarco tonight at 730 on City TV, but as well, you wrote, directed and produced Dream Seeker, Nia Vardalis, the highest grossing film of all time with Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson, the subject of the documentary, Nia Vardalis. For those of you who don't remember her, my big fat Greek wedding, huge star. But this was the first time you directed and produced and were also the winner of the U.S. International Film and Video Festival's Gold Camera Entertainment Award. What made you want to create and work on this project?
7: Yeah, that was the first thing that I produced. I wanted to kind of get my feet wet in production and tell stories of people think that success is overnight, especially in this industry. And those are rarities. And anytime you're like, oh, She was an overnight success, Neva with this, you know, stage play, and it took It was 20, 25 years in the making. So it was a story that resonated for me and I wanted to support, um, a story that I could tell because I was passionate about it. So that was the first thing that I did and it, it was very successful, but it allowed me to learn, you know, everything from, you know, getting E and O insurance and contracts and budgets and producing and executive producing. So when it came that I had this creative idea for out there and I presented it to network, I was looking for another production company to produce this show. I didn't think of producing out there on my own. I looked around and I thought, this is what I want to do, guys. (laughs) And it'll be like behind the scenes. I'll be interviewing the celebrities and it's about following her life. Get it? (laughs) And these production companies were like, oh, yeah, we get it. We get it. But no one was really doing anything. And then I went to my network boss and said, hey, thanks for this opportunity, but – I can't seem to get someone to kind of launch this for me. And he said, Well, Melissa, you produced an award winning documentary. Why not just kind of, you know, produce a few episodes of this show? And I thought, Hey, yeah, you know what? Eh, uh, not why not? (laughs) I did not think it'd be 15 seasons afterwards, but so that was the launch.
2: That is, and that, so that's where you really got your producing chops together. That is so incredible. You've been to the Oscars, the Golden Globes, the Cannes Film Festival, many, many seasons of the Toronto Film Festival TIFF. Was there a favorite moment for you where you really had to sort of just stop and say, you know what? I really am in my bliss. This is the coolest.
7: Yes, it was. Uh, our whole crew, our whole team went to Cannes for the first time. We we're so excited and to go there for you no know, the, this premium festival and and this this festival is all about gorgeous gowns and looking you know that that <laughs> big red carpet and as I'm walking up those stairs. <laughs> I fell on the stairs. I was um, kicked off uh, the carpet the first night because I was wearing a colored gown and you have to wear black and white, which I don't read French well, even French photos. So in my accreditation package, I didn't notice that. But it was very odd because I was in my bliss moment. I was. Because, Even falling on the yes, stairs. <laughs> no, actually, because I fell on the stairs. It's because I felt like that was my, my moment. I knew that that's who I was and that that really happens. Meryl Streep Slipped on those stairs once. Other celebrities, and they're not really captured, or they're kind of. So for me, I'm like, yeah, this is my bliss. This is what I'm about. I'm about like things happen, and you know, I have to run to change my gown ten minutes before the carpet, (laughs) and I show it. Versus like people hide those things. Yes. So I was actually like, yeah, this is exactly what my show. This is exactly what my life is. The best commercial for your show right Right? there. Right. And, And I love to live in that zone and share it with my fans.
2: I love in some of your clips exactly what we're talking about where you say there's, you know, everyone sees only the glam and the glitter, the, but there's a whole other side of having to pull all-nighters, being sleep-deprived, sometimes losing the story. And then in your positive, sunny way, Melissa, you talk about how it always works out in the end. And I love that. It's such a bliss comment. Do you have any advice for me as I embark on this show?
7: Well, you, you are like the premium person who knows what to do. So giving you, I don't even know how I can give you advice because you're the one that when I started, I looked up to you and you gave me advice Uh and to see how things should be done and how gracious you are with your guests and how, how well you do your research. That's one of the things I love to do is research and to see someone like yourself do that. So for me, I like to kind of know everything about, who I'm talking to, and then just throw it away and just let it ride. And
2: have a conversation. Yeah, you also make perfume. That's so oh, cool. I, how did you know? <laughs> <that>? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> tell me but tell me about yes cooking.
7: okay so i was a little bit of a can i say a nerd a geek in school i can't believe that um and i loved science fairs and you know i'd love to go to compete in science fairs so one year i decided that i would do the and i loved chemistry so making my own perfume was kind of the chemistry that i was working on at the age of 14 is when i started wow. Wow. and it was a science fair project that wow. i ended up like you know winning the nationals or, or whatnot and then i just got really hooked on doing it. So I, yeah, so I have a flower garden. And now that I live downtown, a condo, I go to my parents and I have a little <laughs> flower garden there and I make batches of perfume. I'm, I started colognes, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not as good at, like I tried that. I'm not as good at that. You're so. good at the
2: real thing. The perfume is, is, is the high end one anyway. So it's perfect. What are the three most important things to Melissa DeMarco?
7: Um, Oh, that's a great question. Most important things. I think um, loyalty is important to me, you know, in a business where it's hard to find loyalty, I embrace it and I love it. Um, and I, I learned this like when I was interviewing people like Adam O'Goyan or Quentin Tarantino, and I say, wow, they always hire like the same actors or Scorsese. Why do they work always with the same people? Why don't they give other people a shot in early on? And I realized now I know why. Because when you work with someone you want to work with, it's not work. And when you have that level of loyalty that people are watching your back and you have their back, it just makes things beautiful, pleasant and just not work. Absolutely. So that's really important to me. Um, I think... Making sure that I am I, being grounded and being grateful is something that I think, and again, in the business I'm in, is very difficult to do. And, be, and there's a lot of people that it's very difficult to be grounded when you're always surrounded by cameras and people saying, oh, how great you are and how great this is. And, and you know, I have a thing. And my office, I say, if any of us gets out of line and we get to, our egos get too big, we gotta, you know, throw a shoe. <laughs> so I'm all good if someone throwing a shoe at me to tell me to, like, you know, stay grounded. So I think being grounded and grateful kind of go hand in hand for me and and knowing that they're to be grateful for what you have is important. And obviously for me, laughter there's there the right. There's nothing the the nothing best. better than being able to look at life and see perspective and know that you can smile at it and laugh at it and not just be drained by negativity. Absolutely,
2: you you and you are all of that and it's and and you really are a bliss person, which is so nice to see. I've always thought you were, but I really see that even more today. Melissa has to go back to the red carpet at TIFF Toronto's International Film Festival. But if you want to follow her on social media, you can follow her at Melissa DeMarco. That's two S's. M-E-L-I-S-S-A-D-I-M-A-R-C-O on Instagram and out there with Melissa on Facebook and Melissa DeMarco on Twitter. We um, also will have this for you on our website findingyourbliss.com or on Instagram at The Bliss Minute. Melissa, thank you so much for being here today. I am so
7: proud of you. Thank you for making (laughs) me your your first guest on the show. I'm so proud, and you are awesome as I remember. Even your cue cards match your top, which to me is like,
2: wow. (laughs) You're so wonderful. Watch tonight this fabulous show uh, out there with Melissa DeMarco on City TV, also on Discovery. We'll be right back with Unsung Heroes after this short commercial break. Thank you.